Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Be safe, be seen. The Road Safety Authority's campaign. This is for pedestrians and cyclists to wear high visibility clothing. How do you feel about it? Do you think it's victim blaming vulnerable road users? Well, that's the accusation that's been levelled at the Road Safety Authority. They've defended their Be Safe be seen campaign. Take a listen though to Galway City Councillor and the founder of the Galway Cycle Bus Lane, Alan Curran. He was talking about this on breakfast. I don't see how um, high-vis vests has any impact on the behaviour of motorists. And in particular, I'm kind of, the campaign about dressing five and six-year-olds up like construction workers and putting the onus on them to be responsible for their own safety, I think is misguided. Like, we have the RSA using considerable resources now. They spend nearly a million euros getting to schools on educational campaigns, telling children that they are responsible if they get hit. That's, that's wrong. That's the messaging that goes out. Olivia's on the line. Olivia, you're a cyclist. Do you think the RSA's campaign is victim-blaming? Yeah, I kind of have to agree with Alan a little bit there on that. Um, like, I was a cyclist who was hit. I was wearing high-vis. Um, that didn't stop anything. It just meant that I could be seen that little bit clearer. Um, like I, I still to this day wear high vis. If I'm out walking at night, even just walking with my dog, I'll either have a high vis vest or I'll have something on the dog. And I'm walking on footpaths. And I think it's it, it just for me right now. It's just for you know I'm going to try and do everything not to be hit again. But I, I do feel it's a little bit unfair. I, I think it's definitely more down to the driver. Um, to be a little bit more cautious that there's walkers, cyclists out there on the roads. So you 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 do agree with Alan somewhat then that there's it's putting the onus back on the cyclist and the pedestrian. Yeah, like like I, I'm all for like you know we all have to do something. I think every single one of us has to do something at this stage. It's getting so bad. Um, you know we've heard so many fatalities this year. I think it's nearly 130 already. It, you know, that's and that's not even counting the people whose lives have been destroyed. That could be up to a thousand, if not more, people who have lived, but yet have to live with the impacts of the rest of their lives. Um, I will, you know, do whatever I can to make sure it doesn't happen to me again. But I don't think the onus should be down on the pedestrian and the cyclist. Um, I, I think that's a little bit unfair, putting it all down on us. It's, it's like if you were going out on a boat, you know, you can put a life jacket on. That just means you, you're, you're trying to do that extra yeah, little bit. But are we not, do we not all have a shared responsibility, though, when we're, we're using the roads, though? I, I definitely think so. I think, um, like, to be honest with you, this year, I've probably gone out on the bike five times. I'm, you know, it, it's, it's, it's actually the drivers out there. It's every single person who gets behind the wheel. Um, they're just not paying attention. They're just not, I suppose they're just not conscious that there's people out there with, with their children walking their buggy, you know, with little buggies or just walking their kids with people walking their dogs, cyclists. The second you mention cyclists, <laughs> the whole country goes on a, mm. a rampage. You know, you, you see the keyboard warriors will come out again. Um, but it's down to the drivers. It's down to the individual drivers. Everybody who gets, it's down to me. Like when I get behind the wheel, like to say if anybody at all is out there who's terrified it's me every time I get into the car or if I get into the van I'm actually just probably a little bit more cautious if I see a cyclist I don't care how long the queue is behind me 
I will not overtake it until I know I, it's safe to do so. Um, but it, it is down to the drivers. It's not... Well, you do. From yeah, time to time, though, Olivia, have cyclists that will, you know, will hear stories. I've no doubt now their stories will come in from people who'll, you know, tell me about something that happened last week or this morning and the cyclists went out in front of them and they shouldn't have. And, you know, like... Absolutely. And, like, there definitely is. Like, and I'm not saying that everybody out there in the woods are angels. Absolutely not. Cyclists go out there okay. and, yes, you have one or two who will definitely make mistakes. Um Kevin, Kevin, Kevin is with us as well, Olivia. Because Kevin, you're a parent and you actually cycle to school with your children. Do you think the the road safety authorities campaign is putting an onus on the kids um, to be safe, be seen, and basically not to be hit? I do. I agree with Councillor Curran's comments, and I think it's great that he said them. Yes, I mean it's obviously if you're on a bike or something, you should have lights on the bike. This is clear. You want to be. It's in your own interest to be seen. But when you have messaging, this is a question of messaging in the Road Safety Authority. Having cyclists or people walking, um, looking out for making themselves visible, that onus should be way down in the list of dangers to cyclists. So when you have messaging, and this is the constant messaging that goes on, it shows the priorities. The priorities for keeping people safe on the roads are, there must be 20 things we could list before that. So this is why people are angry with the RSA. We're fed up with it. These sort of messages putting the blame. The blame or you spoke about a shared responsibility there, yeah. Andrea. We all are responsible for our own safety in some sense, and nobody knows that but more that, than somebody who's out cycling yeah, or walking. I know, I'm sure Olivia just but, told me about her own, you know, incident that she had. But, like, if we all, if we accept that we, and yourself and Olivia, both agree that we all have a shared responsibility as users of the road... Oh, well, well, I well, didn't then, necessarily accept that, um, Andrea. Sorry there. But um, the, it depends what you mean by sharing. So to my mind, the road danger, it's, it, the, the amount of sharing should be in proportion to the danger you pose. So while um, cyclists in particular, that's what I think of because my children are off on the bike or walking, and um, we're vulnerable as opposed to dangerous. Now, my children might be dangerous to somebody who's out walking or to a blind person who's walking. So in that situation, it might be dangerous. But most of the time on the roads, they're vulnerable. And people who are in cars are rarely, rarely vulnerable, unless you're on a motorway and you have some uh, truck drivers maybe acting a monkey around you. And then, you know, drivers can feel the sort of thing that we'd feel being on the bikes and stuff like that. But what will keep people safe or make us feel safe on the roads is certainly not just having a high-vis jacket. And this should not be within, this should not be the priority of the Road Safety Authority. Their mastering is completely wrong. Their priorities are wrong. And they might say, OK, it's not, in, it's not within their gift, let's say, to narrow the roads or to lower mm. speed limits or things like that. But what is within their remit is the driving licence. And the simple things they could do is, you know, to um, advocate for mandatory retesting every few years. Whenever you're operating any kind of machinery in any sort of a job, you retest it frequently. The laws have changed. There's people out there driving who indicate right on the roundabout because that's what they learned 60 years ago or something, even if they're turning left. You know, they're, 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 the habits in the road have changed. There weren't motorways around when a lot of people learned how to drive or using the roads. Now, fair enough, cyclists aren't sharing the roads with all of those people. But mandatory retesting, that every few years you'd retest um, learn that so your point is that the road safety campaign should focus on something else rather than be safe and or be it's seen a, and be safe. Focus on the dangers posed as opposed okay. to the people who suffer from what, danger. What, 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 what about you, John? John and Galway as well. Um, you're, you're with us here too with Kevin and Olivia. Like, do you think this criticism of the RSA's campaign is fair? No, I don't. I, I think the, I think there's a, a, a basically from a kind of an, how would I say it? It's a an education of personal responsibility, right? If you're on the road, you say, like, what's a shared road? You say, you, your last commenter there made the comment about 
uh, you know, that uh, say protection cyclists are vulnerable, and they certainly are, but they're not dangerous. Uh, but motors are automatically dangerous. That's, that's a non-secretary. He then went on to say that, well, the truck drivers, he singled them out on motorways as being dangerous. As a matter of fact, they're probably the safest people on the road, given especially the fact that they're restricted to 85 kilometres an hour electronically in the first place. So I, I think we need to go back a bit, right? If you look at something as simple as, let's say, the rules and regulations for crossing the road at a zebra crossing, you don't have right away to cross it until you put your foot on it and the traffic stops. How many people would say in an urban area automatically treat that as an automatic cross. You just blend into it. Furthermore, you're not allowed to use the zebra cross, you're not allowed to cross the road as a pedestrian within 15 metres either side of it where a zebra crossing is provided. How many people do we see taking the diagonal mm, yeah. in the shop? Oh, I know when, when reds, so, lights are reds now, and, and, but, and walking on. Yeah. But, but, now, but, with but, regards to the high-vis stuff, if you, regards to the high-vis stuff, look at it this way. If you decide now, and I've been interested in two-wheel stuff, if you decide to take up driving a moped, a scooter or a motorbike in the morning, you must undergo a, a programme of education, a, a number of hours of, in a classroom, a number of hours off the road and a number of hours on the road. But you are mandated by law to wear a high-vis and you're mandated to have a sign on the high-vis indicating your status, learner or novice, and obviously a helmet. Going back to the 1970s, because that's when I went to school, I distinctly remember the Be Safe, Be Seen programmes from the RSA when they brought out the orange armbands. The simple matter of fact is, if you are on the road, you're a shared space, and everybody has a responsibility. Motors, truck drivers, cyclists, e-scooter users combined. Mm. You cannot argue, for instance, that an e-scooter user standing on a board that's probably four inches off the ground and the lights of which are probably at the same level does not have a culpability or responsibility to everybody else on the road, motorists, pedestrians included. Because if you look at it, say even uh, this year, for instance, up to June this year, there were 16 serious or fatal accidents involving e-scooters okay. on the road. Is that not a fair and point, Kevin? Like, we're, we're, you know, we, we all have to share the road and, and I accept, like, you're not going to see many motorists um, killed by, by pedestrians but, like, is it not is there not an onus on all of us to do what we can to try and reduce or, or, or to eliminate the risk? Well, what, what I'm the onus is proportionate to the danger posed and if John is it John Glenn, sorry, Mr. Name. John, John's with us. So, yeah, if he thinks that, um, you know, cyclists pose as much of a danger as truck drivers, then, you know, that's that's a perception. But again, you know, going back to the point about education and things like So John went to school in the 70s here in Galway, and he speaks about the zebra crossings there. So he he might be aware that the law has changed. If you have an intent to cross the zebra crossing, the driver should yield to you. It's not that you have to actually launch yourself onto the zebra crossing, which is the old-fashioned thinking, you know, from decades ago. So... I don't necessarily agree with that. No, I, I think um, the proportion of responsibility should be in, it should be proportionate with the danger posed. And that's why a lot of road, advo- road safety advocates would speak not necessarily about road safety anymore, but about road danger reduction. And this gets the, um, this gets the conversation okay. to focus on the causes of the danger L- rather than the victims. Linda's, Linda's with us as well, Kevin, in, in Limerick. Linda, do you think the RSA have the messaging wrong here? I don't think they have the messaging wrong, um, Andrea, in relation to be safe, be seen. I live in the countryside and it's very important to be safe, be seen. I walk early in the morning, 6am, 6.30. I have two teenage boys who love to go for a jog before school. And my perspective is maybe the RSA are being a bit hypocritical in what they're saying. 
they're giving a message, be safe, be seen. However, go on to their website as late as 11.15 this morning. There are no armbands available. There are no bike lights. There's no bags. There's only high vis available for seven to nine-year-olds. There's no adults, large, medium, small, extra large, and there are no running bibs. So we can give a message, but if we can't back it up with the products. This is free products, is it? It's, whether it's free or not, they, they have an online website okay. and I went on to get products. I don't mind paying for the products, but, you know, give a message. Should be there. Okay, they yeah, should fair, be there. fair We're enough. coming into winter months where you have school kids, you have colleges. You know, I work in an area where we bring in exchange students to Ireland. We have just had orientation meetings. A lot of these are from European countries where they... Everything is the opposite side of the road to Ireland. We're heightening the safety aspect. But if you can't get the products to be safe to be seen. What about you, Cathy? Cathy, you're a cyclist and, um, and a motorist like many, many people are. You, you know, like there's so much research out there to hi- highlighting the fact that you are, you have more of a chance, obviously, of being seen if you're wearing a high-vis vest. So why do more people, why are people not wearing them? Well, this is a ridiculous state of affairs. I am a pro-biker, but I am so annoyed when I see these people on the scooters, one hand on the handlebar, maybe a phone in the other hand, and no high-vis, no light. Surely we have should have some stipulation that there are laws about certain rules of the road for these scooter people. Now, my bike, most bikes have an electric light on them. And that lady speaking about not being able to buy a high vis seems a little bit, well, I'm in Dublin, so I can't speak everywhere you can okay. buy a high vis. No issue and there. also, a, a light, is, is, is any bike shop will sell a light. But, um, but the RSA's, the, the, the Be Safe, Be Seen campaign, like, do you think is this criticism yeah, today warranted? I think definitely, definitely. Because, and just one more point, there, I'm not sure if you're familiar with all these electric bikes, but there is one particular brand, and they have very broad wheels. They're practically equal to a motorbike. And then there's the ordinary electric bike that has the ordinary rims. But these other fellows can go at least 40 miles an hour. But they're on the bicycle lanes, they're on footpaths. They think they're equal to an ordinary little bike. They're really equal to a motorbike and they should be on the okay. road. Um, Mary is with us too, Cathy. Mary's in Donegal. Are you critical of the Be Seen, Be Safe campaign, Mary? Good morning, uh, Andrea uh, and Cathy yeah, and, and Lennon and John and Kevin and everybody else that's on. They've, they've most, most of them have said most of what I'm actually going to say. Uh, am I critical of the Be Safe, Be Seen? Most, yeah. certain, most certainly not. I I would be a total advocate of of the high vis wearing the high vis vest and anything else or uh, even uh, kids school bags cover for the school bags uh, armbands anything that would assist in in helping their protection on the road. Now, having said that, I know for a fact that the RSA don't have any high vis vests at the minute. Mm. As of last week, 
because I have surplus that I offered to give to a guard station because they were looking for them and couldn't get any. Okay. So, I wish the I wish the RSA wouldn't put out a message unless they can pack it up. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. And 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 Linda, I think made made that point as well. But but you think this criticism? It's not you know that like everybody. Why not be seen and be safe and wear your high vis vest if you're out cycling or out walking? Andrea, having driven, been a driver for fifty two years and been all over Ireland, I can say that a lot of people make mistakes. Nobody's perfect, okay? But the onus is on every single person using the road to protect themselves, their own safety, and the safety of others. Everybody has a shared responsibility who's using the road. Now, the road, road safety, there's a minefield of issues in road safety. And many, many people do not obey the rules of the road. I mean, they here in Donegal they have put cycle lanes for cyclists, and I have I have witnessed several times where motorists are driving into the cycle lanes and totally mm. completely ignore them. Yeah. Having said that, I also have noticed cyclists who behave very very carelessly for their own safety, cycling in between traffic and out in front of traffic with no signalling yeah. whatsoever and no high vis. No, no, I accept that. I, I'd say that the point though around their campaign is that, you know, what a lot of the, the callers are maybe somewhat critical of is that the RSA's campaign is focusing on the lack of, you know, bright high-vis vests rather than irresponsible or dangerous driving. Yeah, I know. Everybody, you see that, but you say, okay, I will agree that the Road Safety Authority we might appear to be putting the responsibility on cyclists or pedestrians alone and not on motorists. I would say that all people, whether they're walking, cycling, on a motorbike mm. or driving a vehicle, everybody has a responsibility, number one, for their own safety, number, well, number one, actually, for other people's safety first, yeah. and, and number two, for their own safety. Okay. Uh, texting from a listener who says you've completely left off young drivers some of them are crazy I drive extensively and almost um, most importantly elderly people of which I am one a lot of people have slowed down in their mental capacity some of sight problems says this texter uh, another listener for God's sakes will you please stop um, it's not victim blaming we all need to be seen motorists and cyclists and pedestrians could you imagine if all the motorists were driving around with no lights cyclists and pedestrians need to be seen by motorists Why why isn't there responsibility on drivers, though? I think it's so, focusing solely on cyclists. Another listener, Be Safe, Be Seen campaign. The free high-vis vests are continuously out of stock on their website. If they want this to work, get the stock in. The demand is there. And another one for the moment, the amount of cyclists and walkers out at dusk and dark without any high-vis clothing is madness. Safety is everybody's responsibility. Everybody is responsible for their own safety, according to Mike. Keep them coming into us. Do you think the RSA's new advertising campaign is appropriate? Or, like some of the other callers, do you think it's putting too much of an onus on the pedestrians and cyclists? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.